Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to the new series of Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kerry Kermode. Last week, after a year off, I popped along to see the annual Young Farmers concert tickets go on sale. And I went along to Close Lease between Derby and Ramsey, which is a new venue for the Isle of Man Ploughing Association to find out how things were going ahead of the National Ploughing Association event. Well... Happy New Year, Kiri. And Welcome you along. Too. It's the first one of the new year for the countryside team here on Manx Radio. We thought it's going to be uh, a nice sort of quiet time for farmers. They've got everything settled. Uh, the odd lamb peeping out here and there. And then you get the weekend we've just had <laughs> with the storms, the snow. My golly, these storms have been showing their heads uh, just lately, Simon, and it has been wreaking awful lot of havoc amongst the farms. But like you say, there is some lambs being born around the countryside and this weather isn't ideal. But uh, we've been here before and the farmers are resilient and the livestock will be well looked after in the Manx countryside. Yeah, and it's been an odd one this year because uh, up, up uh, the Jerby Coast Road where I live, uh, there was nothing. Plenty of wind, obviously, it's normal. Um, but yourselves had snow, I believe. We did indeed. Uh, we're lucky that we have some of the early lamb and sheep inside for lamb and thyme, so that that's a big help. But uh, that snow, when it came down, we were thinking, my goodness, is it going to stay with us or cause a whole load of hassle? But no, it cleared off again, which was uh, phew for all of us involved. But yes, the south of the island did get a, a flutter. Um, lots of children out enjoying themselves. Many have seen snow before we've had a couple of uh, mild enough winters really haven't we I suppose yeah and uh, of course um, the situation with lots of people uh, vaccinated now and uh, things opening up a little bit more on the here, here in the Isle of Man is it reflected in in sales in the supermarkets and things at the moment of Manx produce I do believe there's been great support for the Manx produce right across the board through the pandemic as, as we were made aware of and still afterwards there's still a lot of support for local and and with the emphasis on environmental food miles and all of the, the idea of going green and getting a balance in life, um, I do think people support local a lot more strongly. And they are asking where their food is from, where is it grown, and uh, their contribution in buying local um you know, helping the environment. Yeah, it just shows you how important it is that the uh, the farmers here in the Isle of Man, because uh, that was uh, a great sort of boost for, for a lot of the locals who had just little enterprises at the time who, who kept everything run. They really did. Uh, they were the backbone of, especially through the pandemic there, when we couldn't get some of the, the produce that we normally do in the supermarkets. Uh, and it just show how important the smallholders are, the farm shops, the people just selling their wares privately online or whatever and adapting their businesses. It was just absolutely phenomenal how they turned their hand. But it just did point out how important food security is on this island. We've seen this past week the ferry has been touch and go whether she's coming or going and um, it hasn't been ideal getting the, the supplies to the island. So knowing we have got people that are growing seasonal vegetables and growing meat whether it be beef, lamb or pork, it is here in our local shops, in our high street butchers and such like. Yeah, and uh, a few changes uh, to talk about in the forthcoming weeks uh, here on Countryside. Obviously, uh, a new Minister for Deaf for now. So, 
Yeah, Claire Barber, um, she's slowly getting around the countryside, meeting up with farmers. Um, she's been getting the feedback from how they feel, uh, getting the backstories of generations of farm and families on this island. She's keen to find out for herself uh, the views of the people in the countryside. And I think that's very important and a great place for her to start. And coming back with them honest views, then she's able to go forward and drive the industry as a whole um, to success all being well and getting a balance for everybody. Yeah, and that's the the hardest thing, isn't it? Trying to keep all the, the sides of it together in a way, because uh, you know, this uh, we'll hear in the in the, in the coming weeks um, various subjects. Obviously, one of them will be uh, milking parlors. There's a couple of uh, people I know now who have, uh, for one reason or another, had to come out of the the milk industry, the dairy industry on the Isle of Man. But hopefully, in a, in a couple of weeks' time, I'll have some some good news of somebody who who's starting up one. That's yeah. it, isn't it? Getting the support in the right areas for young people to get into this industry is so important. And I think that's what Minister Barber has in her mind. She's a young person herself, and she wants the industry to thrive. She has made that strong point already, and uh, we look forward to her support in, in pushing us forward. Well, there was plenty of support last weekend at the. Uh, Isle of Man Sea Terminal uh, 10 o'clock the night before I believe the first people were there uh, queuing up to get the Young Farmers annual concert tickets for the Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights and uh, you popped along uh, early-ish in the morning to have a word with some of them I did indeed. I popped along to the Welcome Centre there where I caught up with Will Duggan, uh, the chairperson of the Federation of Young Farmers, and Bryony Neal, the secretary. And both of them looked a bit bleary-eyed though, Simon. They had been there through most of the night, but the excitement was brilliant. Will Duggan and Bryony Neal. So it's that time of year again. After a missed year, Will, how did you think the sale of the tickets would go this year, getting back into the routine of coming down to the sea terminal very nearly in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, well, it was either going to go one of two ways where we didn't, you know, it wouldn't have been that busy, but it was, uh, yeah, people queuing from, I think the first was at 10 o'clock the night before, so quite impressive, really. And the weather last night, it was storms out there. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty atrocious. I've already had a phone call to say there's a tree through a shed. So, oh, uh, the joys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what's it mean to you guys to see the queues come back? Because obviously, a missed year, it is very, very hard for the Young Farmers movement. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's just nice to see that the support is still there for it. You know, I know it's uh, when, when it's not happened, it's easy for people to to stay out of not doing things but no it's good to see it all kind of kicking off again and you say they were here at 10 30 Bryony now sitting out there in the car it just shows the commitment from the, just the general public wanting to support the young farmers and you were here shortly after though yeah absolute heroes I couldn't believe it when I arrived at 4 30 this morning there was probably about 30 people or so here wrapped up in their big coats and their deck chairs some of them had their pajamas on still <laughs> and you just think oh if it wasn't for you guys like it wouldn't be so worthwhile do you know what I mean but it yeah. is great to see and there's you know quite a lot of new faces in the queue this year as well which is fab so and um, yeah we're all just looking forward to it now and it's been good to see so many people here and like you say that excitement you can sort of feel it in here this morning it's what well, it's just gone nine now and yeah. the queue is still out the door of the welcome center but it's just that excitement the buzz it's only around the corner yeah absolutely like time has come really fast hasn't it we've been slightly panicking thinking oh we need to get the concert advertised and stuff like that because you know ticket sales are here but um, luckily we've got those diehard fans we've got new people that are coming to watch and like you say we've had that year out so everyone's super keen to get back in and and see what the clubs have got planned but obviously yeah the concert's the 24th to the 26th of March so um, it's going to come round really really fast and uh, hopefully we've got you know sell out three nights tickets go online 
online and over the phone at 10.30 this morning, so hopefully that will clear up any, any of the odds and sods that are left in the audience. And that's it. There is like very, very few tickets to get virtually after the end of February. It is really, really hard to come by them. And again, you've had great support from Conister Bank. Yeah, absolutely. We're so, so lucky to have such a good sponsor. Um, we had the boys, Andy and the boys from um, Conister down here this morning just chatting to people, saying hello. So it's nice to get them involved and, and they're really good to support us and come along to things. So yeah, we're excited for them to see it. Obviously, uh, Andy Bass, he'll be judging for us on the Saturday night as well. So um, I think he looks forward to that. And and Will, it is a real, really big charity earner for all the charities around the Isle of Man. The Young Farmers support so many good charities. Yeah, you know, we try to do our bit and what we can. Um, we haven't actually selected our charities just yet, but we will on Tuesday um, at our next meeting. Um, but yeah, so the book of collections outside the door, the programme sales, all that will uh, will go to One Lucky Man's charity. Yeah, this is it. And like you say, programme sales, advertisers can get involved, Bryony. They can get their advert in there and support the young farms and these charities. Yeah, we have many um, loyal programme advertisers that come back to us every year. So we've got a lot in this year. It's obviously not too late. I did put quite a tight deadline on it this year just to get everything going. But if people still want to get in touch, there's probably still space. Without them, you know, we couldn't do it either. And it's nice to have a nice full programme. It's a good opportunity for local companies to put all their local products and produce, you know, out there for so many people to see and such a, you know, big audience over the the three nights. So, um, yeah, it's really good. And we're very lucky to have them on board too. But the Young Farmers Concert is a huge opportunity for young people to get involved. Whether they're into a little bit of singing or dancing or whether they just want to be a part of the Young Farmers movement, it's a great three nights to be on that glittering stage at the Gaiety. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't discriminate against anyone. We've, uh, we've seen people of all, uh, all walks of life and, uh, and everything really go through it. And uh, it doesn't matter what you're, what you're into, there's something for you to do in the concert. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favourite bits was when I was a tree. I am no use to acting or singing <laughs> or dancing, but I was a tree. Well, that's the thing, like the concert, you know, it's, it is very daunting being on the Gaiety stage, especially when you get there at dress rehearsals. Like, even now, after 10 plus years of doing the concert, I, like, have shaky legs, I get hot sweats. <laughs> like, it is daunting, but it's so, like... Fun and it's 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 really cool to be up on the Gaiety stage. Like I remember being at school and people at school being like, "What? Like you're on the Gaiety?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And you know, it became the norm. But actually, it, it is quite like a big thing. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but then that is good with the concerts that the clubs put on. There are like little roles. If you're a bit nervous about doing a speaking part, then you can be like you say a tree or a sheep mm-hmm. or you know something in the background. And then the girls and the boys and the boys doing the dancing and stuff. So there's so much variation that you can like get involved in. And obviously, you don't have to be a farmer to be in Young Farmers, as we say. So, you know, anyone's welcome. And it isn't still too late to get involved, Will. The clubs are around the island now, practising in the village halls. But it's never too late. No, it's never too late. You just need to get in touch with the, with the Federation Young Farmers page and we can, we can put you in touch with any of the clubs if anyone wants to get involved. Tina, a very, very busy morning here at the Welcome Centre. You're part of the team working behind here, getting the tickets uh, sorted out for the, well, the queue of people down the corridor. Yes, yes, it has been a busy morning, as always, for the young farmers. Always a happy atmosphere. The people have been here since five o'clock. And... Yeah, it just shows the commitment. People want to get out and enjoy things that are on locally. Oh, yes, yes, they do. They do. They always support it. They do. And how do the ticket sales generally go in these early morning on the, on the Saturday, the launch of the ticket sale? Very, very quickly. 
very quickly. And how's it feel for you? Do you do it every year? Every year, yes, we do. And has it changed much over over the short period? No, of time? no. It's 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 always it's always a fun day. Everybody everybody enjoys doing the young farmers. It's it's a fun day. Well, a, a face in the crowd that I recognise, Derry Kizik. You're here for your young farmers tickets. I am indeed. Yes, and I hope there's some left. I'm hoping to get a box on Saturday night. Oh, that's special. Well, yes, I. You know, I've got a lot of metal in my leg and I like to have a bit of room for my feet and that sort of thing and a few friends with us. Oh, lovely night out. A bit of comfort. You've got to do it right, <laughs> Kerry, haven't, haven't you? Just, you God. do. What's yeah. it mean to you to get off to the Young Farmers concert? Oh, it means a lot. You know, I, I enjoy it every year and, um, uh, well, it's the place to be, isn't it? Isn't it yeah. just? A bit, of tea, bit of tea in the Sefton and into the, into the gaiety. What a nice night out. Isn't it just? Yeah. It is a good night out. And there's people being brave in the storms this morning. I believe Four so. o'clock they're here. Yeah, I believe so. I saw a post on Manx Radio from Barry Wood and he said he was here in his taxi and they were all outside <laughs> at five o'clock this morning. <laughs> you must want the heads test now. It's madness, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But they're a good team, aren't they, the young farmers? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a really good thing for the young people and keep them off the streets, yeah. Okay, get, the, get the wellies on them. <laughs> Hard work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been out myself this morning in the muck. You've got to get up and go every day. Yeah. Yeah. Do your best. This is um, it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll yeah. let you carry Thanks. on. You're nearly at the front now. Hey, I'm, I'm in with a chance. You're in with a chance. Hey. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> See, See you, Terry. What does it mean to you to be getting here to, to support the young farmers? Oh, it's great. It's great fun. Yeah. Good concert. And it's such a brilliant organisation to bring everyone together and things. Just love it. It really is. But 10 to 9, that's quite early. Yeah, but it's usually about 7 o'clock. So. Really? I was a bit of a lie in this morning. But isn't it great to see people coming at 4 a.m. to queue up? Was that what time they were here this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. with their quilts and their pyjamas. Yeah, in the rain and the wind. Absolutely. <laughs> That was a chairperson of the Federation of Young Farmers, Will Duggan, and Secretary Bryony Neal, along with a couple of people waiting in the queue there, a well-known voice in the in the countryside around the Isle of Man, Derry Kizik, uh, Jane Lease, and also volunteer from the Welcome Centre, uh, Tina. What a great morning. <laughs> yes, mighty. Uh, I'd sure there'd be no shortage of entertainment and uh, things to keep them going there. Uh, I don't imagine the, the, the queue would be moving at over 100 miles an hour, <laughs> would she? Uh, that but, was uh, it. Derry just sneaked yeah. in there and uh, wasn't long getting to the front and he managed to get his Saturday night box. He was delighted. Good stuff. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. Well, of course, we're into February now and it's the start of a new year, but it's not the start of the ploughing matches uh, here on the Isle of Man. I went along to Close Lake in between Jerby and Ramsey, a new venue uh, for the Isle of Man Ploughing Association, and I caught up with uh, one of the caterers, Anne Duggan, but firstly, the chairman of the National Ploughing Association, Gordon Clegg. I put it to Gordon that uh, was the ploughing season started or was it finishing? This is the end of the season this year. Usually there might be one or two after, just depends on the dates, but between cancellations of, and postponements of other matches, this is the last one this year. But this probably is the important match of the year. With it being the Manx National, the winner of this match qualifies to plough for the national championships in the UK later in the year. So it's, uh, it's a big one. Do, do points get collected through the season or is, is the winner of this one the one that goes through? No, it's purely the winner of this match. Uh, most matches, there's two judges, Judge Everton 
but on this particular match there's three individual judges who judge on their own and then the points are all added together and calculated later. Oh, that so, seems a good way of doing it. They, they're not going to sit and well, like the old farmers at the mart discuss. And they're not going to sit and confer and have who they got to win. Each judge has got his own job. and They're all fairly fair anyway, as a rule. But they keep it this way, and that's the way it's always been. So Right, and uh, we're at the, the field here at Close Lake. Is this a, quite a rare one, this, this area? We've never been, yet, never been on this property before, but it's nice to be here and it's it's getting harder, you know, to get fields for ploughing. I know things are changing through the environment and everything, but they're getting paid for stubbles, stubbles are getting left later for ploughing, and it's getting harder to get a field, and we were really lucky to get this this year, and it's like, we've got to keep these matches going no matter what happens, it's part of our heritage. Yeah, and what, 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 just, just can we go deeper into the reason why, why, why people aren't uh, letting their fields available for ploughing? Is it, is it because they can get subsidies and things like that? They can get subsidies by leaving the stubble later for birds or they put green crop in the, in the in the stubble in the back end. Once the combine is done in September, you can put green crop in and then leave that through and it's, you can either plough it back in as green crop fertiliser or you just leave it and graze it late and get subsidies on it for leaving it for wildlife. So obviously people think harder giving you fields if they can get a use out of them. But uh, we've got to keep this up and keep it trying because it, it is heritage and we've got to keep it going. It certainly is. And what about the um, the amount of people that, that are here today? Are, are there some that probably wouldn't take part today because in case they win and have to be chosen? Or, or are they all...? No, because if you, if you win, you don't have to go away. Right. Uh, if you're not up to going away or can't go away, the next man down the line can go as a substitute. But uh, there's a reasonable turnout today, really, considering it was postponed last week because of the weather. But it's looking like last week might have been a better day than today. <laughs> but you can't tell these things. You've, you've got to go with it. We can't keep postponing forever. Um, we've just got to run it and get it done the best we can. The great thing is, though, there's um, obviously the, the modern tractors and contractors in air condition and heat and cabs plowing loads of acres a day. There's a few older models here today with no cabs. There's one or two about <laughs> today. Uh, even my own tractor, I've got good air condition. My tractors are no doors or windows. <laughs> there is a cab, there's a roof over me yet. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good. Enthusiasts will come regardless. They put another coat on, they put an extra hat on and get on with the job. And it's what we like to see. Yeah. And what are you ploughing with today? Uh, an international 574. We're only here, we're here to make the numbers up. <laughs> I don't intend, to, I would like to win it, but I'm, I don't see myself there. You never know what can happen. No. Well, good uh, stuff. So, um, okay. uh, all be judged and the results will be later in the day? No, uh, we will know results later in the day, but they won't be announced until the presentation next week. I'm not sure of the exact date, so I can't advertise it yet, but I will let you know. Well, thanks for speaking, taking the time okay, to talk to me today, because uh, you've got more plan to do. I better do, I better carry on, catch up. Thank you. Well, an important part of uh, any ploughing match is the cater and Anne Duggan, they're here getting organised for them and I'd imagine this sort of day they'll be ready for a bite to eat later. Yeah, some burgers and a uh, hot cup of tea going and now we have a, a griddle that doesn't work but hey-ho, we'll get going in a minute. <laughs> All good fun. But um, it, it, it's a ploughing match, there's farmers, um, there's not much salad or things like that seen. No burgers, sausages. Yeah, it's part and parcel of the, of the ploughing match though, that every place you go in the Isle of Man, there's, there's ladies and gents like yourself who are prepared to, to feed the troops. And so, And it's something they look forward to, isn't it? They're getting all together and have a yarn about it. Well, it's all part of the community, isn't it, you know? You're not going to make mega bucks, but it's good fun and good 
Well, it could be better day, but you know, we get on and enjoy it. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. And what, what about the ploughing itself? Have you, have you ever took part in any of the ploughing? <laughs> no, not my forte. <laughs> my husband can plough, but not my forte at all. Uh, <laughs> is he still doing it? And <laughs> no, he judges a lot, but you know, he's not doing it. But I just think they're completely mad to come out on the tractor and <laughs> plough on a day like today. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, Alan Radcliffe, uh, not much protection for you today on this machine. No, no, out on the uh, open-top tourer, it's a bit bleak. <laughs> but there's a, a, a blue plough on it today, that's not the one I've seen you with before. No, this, uh, I've used it a few times, it's, uh, yeah, it's a fiscus plough for the world-style class. So. Yeah, and uh, how's it looking, a nice sort of bide on here today? Uh, yeah, just got me split done and... Uh, it's a little bit crooked, but uh, not too bad. No, and I uh, got a bit at stake today. I've talked to Gordy before, and yeah. he, he's just so glad that you know this event is going ahead, and uh, you know the land's been made available as well. Such a big part of the the Alaman culture, isn't it? Well, it is. It's uh, yeah, it's been going on a long time now. The plowing matches, and uh, nice to see so many turned out uh, despite the weather, really. Yeah. So, yeah. And th th this is the end of the season. How's it been for you? Yeah, not too bad. This, um, yeah, happy enough with how, it, how we play one's gone, really. This, uh, I think I've played better than the year before, so, yeah. Do, do experience help? Um, well... Or a bit of luck involved? <laughs> yeah, quite often there's a bit of luck involved. This, uh, yeah, I've been playing for a few years now, so hopefully starting to get the hang of it a bit. The tractor here itself, the old Massey 35, brings back a lot of memories from ours. It was a petrol paraffin one, but uh, this is the diesel model. What year yeah. is this one? Uh, 1962, this one. Good year, that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's a nice little tractor, this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, wish it had a cab today. <laughs> well, we'll let you crack on, and good luck, Al. Uh, thank you very much. There we are, Alan Radcliffe there on the on the open top model, uh, Massey Ferguson, uh, soldiering away uh, with his bye, well, just finishing it off there. And uh, before that, uh, Anne Duggan, one of the caterers and the chairman of the National Plowing Association in the uh, uh, here on the Isle of Man, Gordon Clegg, uh, at their new venue at uh, Close Lake. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, Gordon, saying about uh, it's fairly difficult to, to get some fields now for the ploughing. It is. It's interesting that, um, obviously, with the new agri-environmental scheme, people are having to leave the fields fallow to fit in with the scheme. And maybe this was something that didn't occur to them when they were writing up the policies, but it would be always nice to have a little bit set aside for the ploughing. It's an age-old uh, day out, isn't it? And they do love it, and many people do still support it, and it would be a shame to lose it for one reason or another. Yeah. Yeah, it was great that uh, they were all out there and uh, they say a lot of the tractors only have half a cab if they're lucky <laughs> and uh, they were out there with their oil skins and hats on and uh, not bothering them though they were just cracking on with it No, this is it and you'd be called on the old lugs there today, wouldn't it? But uh, like you say it's something that's a tradition it's been passed down the generations and there is nothing nicer than seeing a lovely field ploughed up ready for the spring seeds to be put into it and uh, them guys there going away to compete 
representing the Isle of Man, even England, uh, the UK, in some of these matches further afield. It's just great. And the excitement will be back, won't it, with having the, the borders opened again and away they'll go. Yeah, so uh, we'll await that. Hopefully we'll have uh, the results of that and find out who's uh, going to be representing the Isle of Man in these championships uh, on next week's countryside. But if you have anything you'd like us to feature on the programme, uh, you can drop a message here to Kiri Kermode or myself, Simon Clark, here at Manx Radio, and they'll pass on the details to us. Or you can send an email to countryside at manxradio.com. If you've missed the programme or you want to listen to all the features and interviews in full, you can go to Manx Radio's website, powered by Millie Chaps of Ramsey, and uh, the podcast or the Listen Again features are all there. But that's it. We'll leave it there for this week. We're back next week at the same time with more from the countryside. So until then, from me, Simon Clark. I'm me, Kerry Kermode. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.